Hey there, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Lakeside. I'm your host, Daniel Stombaugh, and I'm glad you're here with me today. We are going to have a transformational day today. We're going to take the next few minutes and talk about our identity in Christ, that is who we are in Him and who we are to Him. And this is powerful because identity brings purpose. Let's get started. So we're on episode number three, uh, Song of Solomon chapter one and verse number three. And just by way of recap, we're explaining the process, these, this thing about the, the message of the book of Song of Solomon. It is a song, like any other song, it has lyrics, it has a melody, and it also has a message. And most people get hung up on the lyrics, which is the shepherd, girl, and the king. And they say, well, that's a good song. And most people get hung up on the melody, and that is the sexual content. And they say, well, that's really strong. <laughs> this is a good song. But they miss the fact that in between the lyrics and the, the melody, you find the message. And the message is what makes this truly the greatest song that has ever been sung. And so we looked at how uh, when you understand God's love for you, uh, the depth, the height, the, the length, and the breadth of it, it actually um, it changes our source material of where we go for life. It changes where that, that our source that we choose to gain approval and affirmation and love from. And we begin to operate from his approval instead of for his approval. And so Song of Solomon chapter 1 and verse number 3, I'm going to read the verse. We're going to look at the lyrics, the melody, and then just jump right into the message today. Song of Solomon 1.3 says, Because of the savor of thy good ointments, thy name is as an ointment poured forth. Therefore do the virgins love thee. Because of the savor of thy good ointments, thy name is an ointment poured forth. Therefore do the virgins love me. His name, the name of Solomon, to, to inhale that name, that fragrance, that name. When you heard Solomon's name, it automatically brought to your mind a fragrance of power. You, be, you didn't just say Solomon and let it rest at that. Even today, if you've never read the book of Solomon or don't know about what this is all brand new, this whole study is, if I mention Song of Solomon, you know the name Solomon and you, you automatically equate it to power, you equate it to wisdom, you equate it to... Um, a movie asking God for wisdom. You equate it for you equate it with the proverbs and the different things that we learn about there, and the search for wisdom and the person who found it. And you equate the name of Solomon with wisdom. Now, back in those days, they didn't equate Solomon with just wisdom. His name was equated with power. It was equated with magnificence. You talked about Solomon, and it automatically brought to the mind wealth beyond all imagination. It brought to mind uh, this this being of incredible power and uh, this ruler of the of the portion of the world that just brought it to your mind. His name literally had a fragrance when you when you spoke it. It was like inhaling that fragrance of, of his power. You ever notice that certain smells can bring certain memories to mind? If you have small children, then you know this, man. You know that certain smells bring memories to mind. Certain smells will bring a road trip to mind that you took with your kids when you didn't have time to stop at a rest area. Certain things, uh, certain smells and fragrances, maybe it's a flower. Maybe it's a lilac bush. Maybe it's something that reminds you of your youth. Growing up, you smelled a certain smell. It automatically reminds you of your grandmother's house or, or grandmother's meal or family reunions or get-togethers. And those types of things, those smells stay with you, and they remind you of those things. When I was in college, I'll never forget this. When I was in college, of course, I grew up on a farm. 
And uh, and I grew up literally uh, literally on a farm. I didn't uh, know my shirt size when I went to college. Didn't know my pant size. I just wore clothes that my mom got for me and didn't really pay much attention to it. And so I was very backward socially when I went to college. Well, I was in in my room one day, and my roommate was getting ready to go on a date. And he was opened up his drawer and he pulled out this bottle of cologne and he started putting it on his hands and he's rubbing it on his face and man, it just made the room smell good. And I said, hey, what is that? And he said, it's cologne. I said, well, what do you do with that? He says, man, are you an idiot? He said, uh, man, you use this when you go on a date. You, you want to smell good for your date. I said, well, that's cool. I said, man, I'm, I'm getting ready to go on a date myself and I would like to get some of that. He said, look, I'll give you a, a hint. When you go to get cologne, he said, you want to find a cologne that you enjoy, that just smells good to you. He says, you can go to the mall and get cologne. Uh, just go there and, and go through the different bottles that they have and just smell one and pick one out that you, that you like and it smells good to you. So, man, here I was, farm kid, shazam, you know, I'm going to get me some cologne for my date, you know. And so I get to the store and when I was walking on my way to walk to JCPenney, I passed by this botanical garden store and they had big signs, 70, 80% off clearance. Everything must go. And it was like, Shazam, that's what I need. I need clearance cologne. And so I walked into the store and I must've been the only customer they had all day because all of the wait staff were like, Hey, can we help you? They jumped on, you know, immediately jumped on me. And I said, yeah, I need some cologne. And it says, Oh, well, listen, uh, we can make you whatever you like. And there was bottles behind the counter, lots of little tiny clear bottles, little eyedroppers in them. And, and man, they said, we can make you cologne, we can make you soap, we can make you deodorant, we can make you shampoo and conditioner, body wash, we could do it all. And I said, that sounds great. And they said, it's all on sale. I said, that sounds even better. Man, let me go. It's, let me look at it. So I started going through each one, man. And there was some good smelling scents in there, but I found one. And when I inhaled it, it was like, ah. Oh, it brought back memories of growing up. I mean, it was like, whoa, this is awesome. See, I grew up, like I said, I grew up on a farm and we had acres of grass that my dad would have us cut with a push mower. We didn't have a riding mower and there was eight kids and so we would all swap, swap turns, you know, going up and down rows and, and cutting grass and we'd get it done that way. But man, the best time to cut grass was right before it rained because then it would come pouring in. You knew you'd have to cut it like two more days later because uh, it would grow, but man, when that rain would sweep through that fresh cut grass. Oh man, there was there is nothing on this earth that is better than the smell of fresh cut grass. I mean, it was just like, whew. and so I opened this little eyedropper at the botanical store and I smelled it. It was like, man, this is fresh cut grass. I said, is this fresh cut grass? I said, yeah. I said, I want it in everything. <laughs> I want this in everything. I want it in cologne. I want it in uh, deodorant. I want it in body wash. I want it in... Um, soap. Man, I want this in everything. And so they mixed me up a batch of that stuff. And I, I left out of that store a happy camper, man, bags full of fresh cut grass scented stuff. And so, man, the day my date came and I, man, I, I took a shower, that whole shower, <laughs> it smelled like a field in there. It was awesome. The smell of that grass was just so heavy in that dormitory bathroom. And then I went down, I got the deodorant on and man, my pit smelled <laughs> It smelled like fresh cut grass and I spritzed on that clone and whoo, it was awesome. And if I went back and got ready, I'm walking down the hallway, man, and I was turning heads. <laughs> I was going to meet my date and I'm walking along. I can tell by the way I walk, I'm a woman's man. I'm just kind of walking down, just kind of staying alive. You know, I was all, all on fire, all confident, you know, smelling like a field. <laughs> 
walking down the hallway and I sat down for my date and the girl I was on a date with, who is now my wife, uh, she sat down across from me and she just took one sniff. She went, what is that smell? And I was so happy. You know, I was so proud. I was like, well, that's me. <laughs> you know, that's me. I had it made myself. You know, I was so happy about that. Every time I smell fresh cut grass, I no longer think of growing up in the fields and the farm. <laughs> I think of that time on my date where this knuckleheaded 17-year-old sitting across from this beautiful girl smelling like fresh cut grass. I'm telling you, when you when you inhale certain fragrances, it brings a memory to mind. And so she was saying, she compared his name to this fragrance because the savor like good ointments thy name is as an ointment poured forth therefore do the virgins love thee she was telling him when i inhale your name the name of solomon man it brings to mind power and let me just say when you hear god's name what you do is you inhale the fragrances that he emits on your life man his fragrances are the blessings that you enjoy because of the power of that name man no wonder man people that would go willingly as a martyr and die for the name of god why did they do that because in their life they made a habit to inhale the fragrances of God, to think about what they knew of him, what he'd taken them through. Man, when you think about all the things in your life, the things that you should have experienced, the times in life when you should have died, but you are here and you are alive and you have purpose and you have value and you look back at the different times in life where God stepped in literally and saved your life. When God stepped in and maybe he had a word given to your life, maybe it was a pastor, maybe it was a parent or a grandparent or an influence in your life, somebody stepped in and spoke a word into your life that changed or course corrected where you were going and put you onto the path where you now are. When you think about how he pulled your feet from the miry clay and established your goings and put your feet upon a rock, when you think about where you would be had it not been for the grace of God in your life, take a time for just a moment and think about those moments. Think about those people. Think about those words in your life and inhale that fragrance. And man, when you inhale the fragrances of God, man, it draws you closer to run after him. Paul said it this way. He said, I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. What was Paul saying? The power of that passage is found in the very tenses that you read it. He said, based upon, I know whom I have believed, past tense, and am persuaded, present tense, that he is able to keep that which I've committed future tense, unto him against that day. Paul was saying, based upon the past, based upon all the things that he has brought me through in the past, I am firmly persuaded and convinced that in my distress today, that he is able to deliver me in whatever is coming down the pike, whatever is coming down the path. That's going to blow your barn doors off. When you think about, for just a moment, what God has given to you in your life. Man, I look at my kids in the morning, I look at that, and my children coming out, made in my image, made in my likeness, my kids, man, with my personality and my faults and my failures and my successes and my personality quirks when I see them different ways interacting with each other. Man, I look at them in my house. I hear the laughter in my house that my kids have. That's a fragrance of God. Man, the fragrances of God. Man, you get up out of bed and you, if, you can, if you can do so unassisted, that's a fragrance of God. If you can hear this, this recording, that's a fragrance of God. If you can breathe today, it's a fragrance of God. If you can move your limbs today, it's a fragrance of God. 
when I think about the goodness that God has given, and I'll just jump back further, man, back when I was uh, busy in my religion, serving God, living for Jesus, trying desperately to get his approval, God brought people across my path that spoke into my life, that demonstrated a Christ-like love, a love that was not fake, a love that was not generated, a love that was not based upon what they can get out of me. They just displayed the heart of God towards me, even when I would reject them because they didn't have the same standards, or I looked down at them and disqualified anything that they told me at the time uh, about God's heart because, man, they didn't, they weren't doing all the things that I was doing. So obviously they weren't as dedicated to God as I was. And so, and therefore everything that they said didn't really matter much. I look back at those times where God brought those people into my life to speak strategic moments of love into my heart. That's a fragrance of God, a fragrance. There's a little lady named Charlotte that worked at a place where I worked at as a young man. And here I was, a youth pastor, just full of myself, full of the understanding that, that man, I was going to teach these teenagers how to, how to live their life and how to grow up and, and how to serve, live for Jesus and how to get value from their service to God. And I was busy pushing busyness on these young people. And God brought that lady into my life to speak into my heart something powerful. And I'm going to get into what she said and exactly the circumstances down the road in the next couple of podcasts. But for right now, I just want to tell you, God brought her in and she will forever, her name is Charlotte, and she will forever be one of those fragrances that when I stop to inhale that fragrance, it draws me to run closer to God, to say, man, you were so good to me. You were so strong and so powerful in my life. Even when I rejected you in my own zealousness to serve you. I rejected your true heart for me in my zealousness. Man, when Paul looked at Jesus, why was Paul willing to go through the persecution that he did for Jesus? Because while Paul was yet sinning, while he was actively persecuting Christians on the road to Damascus and God knocked him off his horse and said, why are you persecuting me? Is it hard for you to kick against the bricks? Paul said he often referred back to the Damascus road in his testimony. And why did he do that? Because It was a fragrance of when God reached out to him while he wasn't even looking. So let me challenge you this morning. As you listen to this podcast, let me just challenge you. Look at the fragrances for just a minute. Make a small list today sometime of the fragrances, the top five fragrances that God demonstrated in your life that has proved his love for you. It's your health, maybe. Your financial status, maybe. Your job, the fact that you have a job. The fact that you had a career, the fact that you have grandchildren, the fact that you have children. What are those fragrances of God that stir your heart? The times when God spoke into your life, the people that God used in your path. Man, we have built-in forgetters sometimes as Christians. Built-in forgetters. We forget the goodness of God. We forget the fact that he did what he did for us. When you start focusing on and you feel distant from God, if you feel distant from him, We feel distance from God when we stop to focusing on Him. Man, you focus on what you have done to you instead of what God has done for you. It pushes a distance. When I think about what I have done to myself, I have to take my eyes off of what God did for me. The fragrances of God. Man, every morning I get up and I just thank Him. I spend a few minutes just thanking Him. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for my house. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my children. Thank you for your spirit. 
Thank you for your power you put on my life. Thank you for my anointing. Thank you for the message. Thank you for helping me meet you at 33. Thank you for helping me after a lifetime of religion where I could be stuck in bondage. Thank you for bringing me into an introduction with your heart. Thank you for teaching me how you feel about me. Thank you for this message. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Fragrance after fragrance after fragrance. Man, is it any wonder that the martyrs would gladly run? Man, they would let themselves be martyred for God. Why? Because they inhaled his fragrance. They saw an aspect of his heart that most people miss. Every one of the disciples, except for John, every single one of them was martyred. I think of Peter, man, when God told him, he said, listen, uh, when you were young, you went about where you would, but when you're old, people are going to carry you. And he talked about the crucifixion of Peter. He talked about how he was going to die. And what he was telling Peter was, look, man, um, when you were young, you went, you were, you went where you wanted to go. But man, when you're older, you're going to be crucified. You're not going to run away from the cross, but you're not going to run to it. The fact is, you're going to go and you're going to willingly go to this thing. When they bring you to this point of crucifixion, you are going to willingly go. Why? Because he inhaled the fragrance of the name of God. What does God's name mean to you? Man, to me, it means grace. To me, it means unconditional love. To me, the name of God means unmerited favor. To me, it means compassionate, fanatically consistent love. The name of God to me is more than just a name. It's more than just a name we sing about. The name of God means something to me. What does God's name mean to you? I want you to think about that as you go about the day today. What does God's name mean to you? Inhale the fragrance, the fragrances of God. Inhale the fragrances. Because of the savor of thy good ointments, thy name is as an ointment poured forth. Therefore do the virgins love thee. They love you because the fragrance of your name, what it means, the power, the wisdom, the wealth of Solomon. Man, the more than she inhaled his heart for her, the more she inhaled his fragrance. Every time she smelled that smell, it brought to mind the interaction that she had with the king. It brought to mind were days where he spoke value into her heart. It brought to mind the feel of his touch on her life. It brought to mind the feel of them together and what his warmth felt like. It brought to mind what the safety of his name meant to her and her heart. Even just the name Solomon automatically meant you're safe. You will never be abused again. You will never be taken advantage of again. You will never be hurt again like that. The name of Solomon meant so much to her. So much to her. Man, what does the fragrance of God's name mean to you today? Inhale his fragrance today. Inhale God today. Thank you so much. Tomorrow we're going to look at uh, what it means when she was brought into his chamber. Now we're, we're moving in, we're moving to see in her where she stands before the king in his chamber. And you're going to see so much about your own life that equates into this moment in her life. I can't wait for you to see this tomorrow. It's absolutely awesome. And today, take some time, inhale the fragrance of God today. Inhale that, those fragrances of him. Think about it, man. It stirs you. It draws your heart to want to know what to do next, man. When I stand inside the chamber with you, what does that mean? So we're going to look at her. She's in the bedchamber of the king. So the message is going to start to pick up uh, uh, in its and its melody is going to start to pick up rather in this song as you're going to start to hear it the, the content is going to grow stronger between the two of them and it's going to culminate towards something really really awesome and fantastic so i can't wait to show you that today thank you for being with me make sure that you give away your smile today your smile is your source and every time you give your smile away you are expressing the heart of god so make sure you give that away today god bless you have a fantastic day today 